0: What is the word, ladies and gentlemen? We are back here once again on What's the Word Entertainment along with my co-host O'Bed. I am Sherm. We thank you for tuning in, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys this week, along with some returning guests. We'll be talking college football and the NFL later on, but I uh, want to start it off this week by going right into some NBA action. Um, joining Obed and I this week is our local NBA expert from New York, Anu, and another returning guest, Dave, all the way from uh, Sunshine State of Florida. Glad to have you both on the show, guys. So let's just get it started, Obed.
1: What's going on, America? Just want to do a finals recap. Let's start off with congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers winning their 17th title tied for the most with the Celtics. Talk about next year being quite the rivalry to see if uh, Boston or LA is going to take it home to break that tie. Uh, yeah. But we brought in some fantastic uh, special guest stars here to get some thoughts on the overall series and how things have gone. Uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and start with Anu, because I know as soon as we get to Dave, it's going to be all the slander in the world. Uh, <laughs> anu, thoughts on the overall series. Would have been better with the Bucks and Celtics? Any favorite moments and plays of the game?
2: I think it played out perfect. You know, why not, right? Because this is what we saw, right? You know, you don't know. I mean, you expected the Bucs to get there, but yet, you know, they got themselves eliminated by a fifth seed, right? Same thing with Boston. So, you know, how can you say that it would be better when that's what happened, right? So um, the overall um, uh, ideas of, of the series, of the finals, I would say is um, just phenomenal. I thought, it, you know, it would be less competitive than the other three rounds. But um, as, as as game one, after game one, it just took off and uh, really the competition went through the roof. You know, thanks to Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, all the basic, you know, people that you didn't expect to step up, but they did.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a good series. I'll start to jump in there, but I'll definitely echo that sentiment there. You know, um, to me, my favorite, dude, the, the best game, I think, was game five. Um, that was a f- absolutely phenomenal. I, you know, I, I thought it was going to be over in that game five. You know, the Heat really put, toughed it out. Jimmy Butler paid, Lord, I think, 47 out of the 48 minutes in that game. It was just an incredible, uh, incredible matchup. Game three, the two games that the Heat won, I think, were their best two games. But Game five, especially, was was the best one. You know, the Lakers obviously dominated that uh, the last game six, so that was kind of a wash, really. Um, but would it have been better off if they played, like, let's say, the Bucks or even the Celtics? We all thought the Bucks were going to go, then they were the number one overall seed. Um, best record in the entire NBA throughout the season. Um they got eliminated later early, you know, um who knows what's gonna happen with their side with the Bucks and stuff. But yeah, I thought I still thought it was a great it was a great matchup. Um to have you know like I said Lakers he LA you got LA Miami I know I know the, the NBA itself was upset because <laughs> just from a revenue standpoint that they couldn't travel between LA and and in Miami because man they would have brought in so much revenue and star-studded power I think Obed and I you and I talked about this a couple of weeks back before they series started. but man they lost out on a lot of money there but it was still a great series I'm sure you uh, agree Obed right
1: yeah, I would agree. I think it was fantastic. Really, you know, you, you, you can't say enough about what uh, uh, Tyler Harrow out of bio uh, 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 Jimmy Butler were able to accomplish there. And again, you know, shout out to Eric Spoelstra. I think we've said he's done some great coaching just to kind of keep his team in the, in the, in the hunt uh, against really just a, a, an onslaught that you're going to get every night from Anthony Davis and LeBron James or oh, LeBron James. I mean, no, no, uh uh, introduction necessary you know you get when he's in there in the postseason um, you know do I do I think the Bucs or the Celtics being in that final would have made it different I think if the Celtics had made it there uh, it probably would have been a lot different if you know Dragic had been healthy uh, if you know Jimmy Butler hadn't sustained that ankle injury we have no idea what could have gone we could be watching the game seven but um, you know for all, all intents and purposes I think it was a fantastic finish
0: yeah I 100% agree um, Dave quick, your thoughts really just on the series overall and would it have been uh, better, again, like I said, if um, the Bucs or Celtics were, were facing, the, you know, facing the Lakers in that finals?
3: Well, that, you know, to answer the question you just asked, I, w- I would say I don't think it would have been better because I look at both of those teams like they, they they're, have not gone through the process of becoming a champion. You know, if you look at even LeBron when he was younger, you know, the the hump he had, the hurdle he had to be able to come over. And I just think that those, the Boston Celtics and, you know, they they just have not gone through that process of becoming a champion yet. They haven't gotten over the hurdle. And even the Bucs, you know, we're dealing with somebody who won the MVP two times in a row. And he's getting beat by, you know, a team that I don't think has a player that starts over the age of like 25. (laughs) <laughs> outside of like Jimmy Butler. So that says something, you know? Mm-hmm. And Giannis is going through that learning phase uh, the same way I would think somebody like LeBron James did or some of the other greats before they get over that hurdle. You know? Right,
0: right, right. Absolutely. And of course, we know LeBron comes out with his fourth NBA title along with his fourth finals MVP. Well-deserving, I think I, I predicted Andy Davis would get the MVP just because he was just playing just a phenomenal at a phenomenal level before this series started. I think we all would agree, and AD was playing fantastic throughout the postseason. But yeah, well-deserved by LeBron. So we're gonna get into the topic of all topics here. I know there's been debates on TV, on radio. We've been talking about it uh, forever. Myself and Dave a new that all around the country, people are talking about. Where does this now put LeBron James on the greatest of all time list? Is he number three? Is he number one? Is he number four? Is he two? Whatever the case is, I think we all know my take on this. I mean, it's always going to be MJ. We all know I'm MJ all day, every single day. But LeBron, I, w- I will say he's no doubtably – one, going to be one of the greatest of all time when he finishes I'm not saying he's not now I'm just saying I'm not going to put I'm not going to put LeBron at a on on the list because to me there's nobody on those except for Michael Jordan <laughs> so that's just me personally um I'll go to uh i first where do you think this puts LeBron now with his fourth fourth title and fourth finals MVP
1: america i wish you could see david face right now um, he's just waiting to just get at this so i'm going to continue the slander it's uh mj all day every day twice on sundays uh before uh, evening um and as far as man you know what it's t- it's tough for me to say lebron is like top five that are alive um i got him i got him at eight uh mj kareem shack tim duncan larry burr bill russell Kobe, and then lebron um, you know, I just, there's, there's really... Ooh, hot fire there's, from Obed. I spit hot fire. <laughs> More fire, if you want it. Um, I just, you know, overall, yes, a lot of the things that people love LeBron for, minus the stats, let's stop because this man is playing in an NBA that is far easier to play in than anything that you see in the 90s. The kind of clotheslines that MJ was taking, playing against guys like the uh, uh, the Detroit Pistons. Le- Le- Flop, well before he was this guy that we thought he was it was going to be very hard pressed to perform at a championship level if he had to go play against teams like that and there are far too many players beforehand that individuals are forgetting now because of recency bias for what they have brought to the game and were able to accomplish but i digress can can continue yeah
0: i mean (laughs) i like the flop comment there um Again, um, let me, uh, you know, let me go to, let me go, let me go to, let me go to Anu first, just really quick, Dave, because I, I know Dave wants to go in and he, he might trail on it for a, for a few minutes, folks. So let me go to Anu, the GOAT list. Where's LeBron? I'm going to keep it concise. I'm not going to get into
2: opinions because who am I, who are we, who is the media, right? You know, it's just all opinions, right? As we're all giving. But what I'm going to say is from the NBA angle for the NBA, I think, either now or eventually, especially by the time, when, when he retires, or at least by the time he retires, if not when he retires, is to go LeBron. Why? Because as we, you know, you know, who's watching NBA today, right? M- modern day, you know, generation. They're like, who is MJ? As time goes on, we go away from MJ. They can, the NBA can only run with MJ for what it's been what three decades okay then how much more longer right it's gonna be what five decades six decades and I'm like okay what is MJ just like people are like you know even now if you talk about Bill people want to bring in Bill Russell over the um the the amount of rings has, you know he has over Jordan and so on but yet but yet we still stick to Jordan you know for for branding marketing and so so many different uh, uh purposes but basically for the NBA for for them to you know be you know relative to the current audience. It has to be um, LeBron, if not now, by the time he retires, or especially right right away when he retires. And it, I don't know how they're going to transition into that, but, you know, for for to, to increase the revenue of the NBA and the global brand, I think it's, it's, it's the best fit. It has to be LeBron going forward. Now, I'll let you guys go into that, man.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. I got you. I appreciate it. Uh, DB, let's go to you, man. I I already know how you feel about it, but we're we're, going to get into it anyway. Uh, Let let me get your thoughts. I mean, I already know your thoughts, but you can just share with America what you think, where this puts LeBron on the uh, all time, greatest of all time list for the NBA.
3: Well, we have to address your co worker, your your host, Mr. Obed, first, okay? He stated some things, I just have to keep it uh, a buck with him. I will say, in regards to top fives people is I think the biggest thing, Sherman and, and Obed, what people fail to realize is a lot of the people that you have in your list, you never watched. So you can't give really a truly a fair critique of some of the people who you put in your top eight that you say LeBron's not better than, Okay.
1: I didn't, so, w- I didn't watch w- Bill Russell. I didn't watch Larry Bird. But the rest of those guys, I've watched the majority you, of their career.
3: You watch – yeah. I mean, even Larry Bird, by the time he started losing, he was older. All right? So to think that somebody who's 6'8", 260 pounds uh, pounds, cannot play in the era where he can't hand-check people? Do you think that LeBron cannot hand-check people? I think that would be a uh, ludicrous and ridiculous statement. And we're going, I wrote down stuff because you, you, you hit a whole bunch of different points. You have to look at who LeBron lost to. He lost to a team that actually won one more game than the Bulls did with their best team ever in terms of record, whether it have 73 and whatever, at 72, and then Golden State was better than them. He lost to them, right? Might have beat them twice if uh, some of his teammates did not get hurt.
0: Well, All check, right? he beat that team, and, but then they lost him later once they added another, another future Hall yes. of Famer, Kevin Durant. I mean.
3: 100%. Like, okay, you just, you're helping my argument there. Then you have to look at what Michael Jordan left. The Bulls still were a great team. Key word in this sentence is team. This is not track. We're not talking about Usain Bolt. When we're talking about the teams, the Bulls were an outstanding organization without the best player in the NBA. Every team LeBron has left, they didn't even make the playoffs after. Look, don't forget when Michael came back so, after he retired, he lost to Orlando. We just want to forget about that because we want to keep the prestige of his brand. No,
0: no, no I don't. I don't. I wouldn't I don't say I'm ever, forgetting yeah. about that. I mean sorry oban but that season he played what 17 games he wasn't even in shape Why are we though? making excuses we don't we don't we don't come off the gas for giving lebron excuses so why are you did he come out of retirement and, 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 and did he come we're out of retirement at any german not you're, in offering
3: it, you're offering an excuse that's not because I don't an excuse you're LeBron, talking about a guy feel, for
1: 17 games who hasn't we, been in basketball we're talking shape. about
3: the best player to ever play Right? Why are we giving Michael Jordan? If you're gonna excuse? say that right
1: now, why are we talking about LeBron anyways? As the goat, you just why said we're talking are about the best player giving, ever
3: No, but we're, we're veering off into a whole bunch of different areas. But we just gave the best player to ever play basketball in your eyes an excuse on why he didn't perform. We're dealing with somebody who just went into a bubble, who hasn't seen his family for three months, who every every NFL every professional player is in a routine all these guys were no longer in their routines that's why what we saw was unbelievable high quality of basketball people didn't get COVID. it was a remarkable display so we they have had to, to focus him
1: respect. That, i think they had to focus right yeah, i don't think yeah, 100 you know, i agree I mean, that sorry but go ahead but no no i'm just saying that i think today's today's nba lacks a lot of focus I would say that the bubble was probably more likened to the kind of NBA that I watched in the 90s like guys care more about the way they look and their like man bag purse that's Gucci that they're rocking and the sneakers that they're about to hawk and and open up from Quavo as opposed to like go in there and play I remember back in the day when a guy who we didn't even talk about on this list uh in uh who's the German dude from uh from uh that played Dirk for Nowitzki the- Dirk Nowitzki would show up in in baggy jeans, a polo shirt, a plate from his wife with foil on top of it, and go drop a triple-double and then take the trophy to the strip club with him. Please stop, okay? Today's NBA is so much softer than the NBA we grew up watching. It is. This is finally the time. fact I, I that they were forced I, I to mean, focus. Dave, that is a fact. It well, is, it's, it's not softer. necessarily
3: so you have to play within the rules that you're playing with. It's not like these guys could And don't forget, playoff basketball definitely is a lot more physical than regular season basketball. It
1: is, but it is no longer. Like, guys are soft. Well, the kind of also, fouls, there are no real playoff fouls anymore. You know, I don't There are no be real guy, playoff fouls anymore.
3: I don't want to be that guy that, you know, get off my lawn. Listen, this is a younger generation. <laughs> All right. this younger generation, get off my lawn, boy! You know, when I was younger, no, we have to, like even if we're, like comparing it to music, we all know the music that's come out is garbage, but these young kids that are coming up through this generation, they're, they're dealing with the... Di- like, look at how LeBron James has dictated his career. Key word in that sentence, dictate. He's one of the few people that w- was really, truly able to kind of push the buttons of how his career maneuvered.
0: I understand that because it's a different aspect. A okay. bit. I mean, I knew you wanted to jump in here. Sorry. Yeah, a bit. A bit to your point, you know,
2: in terms of, uh, um, you know, pre- you know, pre- previous game to now, the way you talk about focus um, before, I, you know, you could suck as an individual defender, but as a team, you, you but you could still kind of play um, good defense as a team, right? So it's much easier to be recognized and, and get recognition. Um, from from a defense standpoint, but now that it's an offensive game, it's hard regardless, you know, individually or together to get that recognition as an offensive player. So before your defense could, you know, kind of get you that publicity because you you kind of blend in with the team, right? But now as offense, you can't get that same kind of recognition as you would back in days from the defense. So now you need your Gucci bags and all these other types of (laughs) ways to kind of get, you know, recognition and your brand up and to get, to, to get sponsorship. Just to
1: kind of, I know
0: we're, sorry, sorry,
1: Abed, you wanted to say something? I was gonna say, Anu makes an absolute point. Guys are brands now. I think mean, that's something mm. that Dave mentioned that an individual has to focus on like the control of what their narrative- is. Jordan is a of definition
3: brand. of a brand. Jordan brand when is guys a Guys brand. are brands now. Jordan was the brand then and the brand now. People are wearing his sneakers who never even watched him dri- dribble a ball.
1: Fact. But I mean, it wasn't like he could have gone on TikTok and had like 50 million followers and been a brand for like guys who aren't even averaging like 10 points. He eight, had hundreds of I mean?
3: thousands of followers going to France. People would, you know, when he went to the uh, Barcelona. I mean, come on. He was branded out there. They had billboards out there. Let's not act as if this Jordan man wasn't. was a global
0: icon. And this but is, he is. He was one of the one social ones. media. He's one
1: of the ones. Now everybody, that's what I'm saying. But uh, go ahead. Go ahead,
0: no, no, I'm saying he was a global icon before social media and everything like that was really in play. You know, there was no, there was no bookface back in the day. There was no chat snap back then. So why, you know, so <laughs> yes, you, you, know, you can't knock these players. No, now. no, no, just,
3: it's a business. I, I know, no, I totally get
0: guys. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But, uh, but to me, at the end of the day, it the top five always going to be Jordan 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 and Jordan. because i spit hot fire there we go okay um just to wrap up our nba talk here really quick i just really wanted to get your guys thoughts on the bubble itself overall i know we kind of we mentioned it a little bit briefly i think it was great it, like obed said before it really got guys to truly focus on the game there was no outside interactions nor did fans and things like that and it really even though there was no fans it, the, there was no such thing as home court advantage anymore, you know, and it, it showed you who was a better squad because there was a lot of games where look at the Clippers and the Nuggets game. Would that have been different if the games were being back and forth between LA and Denver home crowd does play a, uh, a definite role. And especially in the NBA, we look at it in, in, in the NFL too. home field advantage. It helps them out too. But I think in the NBA, when you have fans sitting courtside right there, that energy is a whole different aspect. A new, just briefly, a new. just your thoughts on the bubble. And, you know, was it this really the same product that you saw uh, that we would normally see?
2: No, completely different product. I think a much better one. But, you know, if you recall, like, earlier when the bubble first started, I told you I wasn't following it as much because of the unknown. I didn't know. I thought all the dynamics were gone or a lot of dynamics gone. It wouldn't be, uh, you know, as interesting. Midway through the um, uh, first round, I was like, okay, I'm hearing, uh, see, you know, following the highlights. I'm like, wait, this is different. So, I, you know, I plugged myself back in. And, you know, I've been glued since. So um, I, I just thought, it, you know, it was uh, it worked out to be, you know, phenomenal, really.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Dave, your thoughts on the bubble?
3: Flawless. You know, it was just the way every from top to bottom, first class, uh, you know, obviously with everything that's going on in our country right now, they, they kind of hit on topics that used to be very taboo. It's a credit to Adam Silver, uh, the basketball. You know, let's, let's be honest. These guys... This is what they do. They can go to a L.A. fitness, run a, a five-man game, and it's kind of – that's just what they do. Whether there's a crowd there or not, you know, with everything on the line, they're, gonna, they're going to compete. Even in the All-Star game, the last two or three minutes, the game becomes extremely competitive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because there's you're, money on the
3: line. Now yeah, you're, when you're dealing with the playoffs and stuff like that, it's a whole other level. Yeah, so, I, overall, great job.
0: Absolutely. Obed, your thoughts just on the bubble. In the nba
1: i thought i thought it was great i mean not having one covid uh, uh positive i think is just a testament that dave said off the record uh, uh before we started uh adam silver is probably the best uh gm best of his, of his uh, sport, uh out there and i i have to agree with him i mean he did it he did it the right way he did it with focus obviously hard on these players can't take away from the fact that they didn't have their families around them, Um, and I think for everything going on was a fantastic way to, to one, right the ship, get the players back out there, put on a great uh, uh, season, end of season, postseason with a bunch of storylines and had a fantastic year. Uh, I you know, tip my hat to to them uh, for getting done. Looking forward to next year when we get to say, Warriors come out to play. Yeah, and we'll see if the Lakers are going to be able to turn out of the West. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a new Dave, thank you very much for coming out. Much appreciated. Always, much love when you guys are able to bless us, bless the fans, and uh, give us a chance to get some great, great discourse. Absolutely, yeah, guys. Yep, thanks for having. Yep, thanks, pleasure, for having thanks for joining
0: Take this week. Care We'll catch you guys next time in a, new, a noon, Dave. See ya. Peace. Okay. As Obed and I continue to roll on here, we will get talking now about some college football. Let's just get into it, Obed. A couple of things went down last week. Um, man, a couple of games, a, little, a couple of upsets. LSU o- was upset by Missouri. Texas A&M took down number four, Florida. Man, kind of kind of a shocker's there. And But now... Look at Florida, dude. Florida's kind of a mess right now. Uh, your boy, your coach Dan Dan Mullen's uh, talking about wants to fill out the stadium and everything. I don't know what's happening in, in college football, dude. It's not to me. It's not the same product, right?
1: It's absolutely not the same product. And I mean, I, to this, to this, even though he's a. Big dummy and saying that he wants 90,000 people who are probably aren't going to wear masks because it is Florida uh, in the swamp again is a bad idea. He is right. The games that you're watching are just not the same. I mean, it's just not the same product, much like we just talked about with uh, NBA basketball and not having it's not even fans that are sitting right course side. These are fans that are in the front row, you know, a few feet away from everything. But that energy, that crowd is not being there has changed the dynamic of college football.
0: Yeah, and to me, and not even having all the teams playing right now, it's just not as entertaining, to be honest with you. You know, the Big Ten still hasn't started as of yet. You know what I mean? The ECC is going to come in later. Um, It's just, you know, kind of like a very odd situation. Now look at Florida. They had a a COVID outbreak. um, And now so that LSU game and LSU-Florida game has been postponed. Um, Alabama head coach Nick Saban and Alabama AD has just recently just tested positive. Now, they've got a huge game against Georgia this week coming up. I mean, is, as we go further into the year, is it just going – is there going to be a point where college football just shuts down, do you think, Obed?
1: I think so. I mean, if you look at it, there are 21 players uh, – excuse me, 22 players that ended up getting COVID-19, of which I believe were on uh, scholarship. And, you know, it is just ridiculous. That that was for the University of Florida. That's just ridiculous. You're talking about kids who do not have health care insured by this by the school. You're talking about kids who you hope, you know, much like when Tua Tagovailoa got injured last year, uh, he did have a $1 million uh, life insurance policy based on his ability to continue playing his game if he was unable to play. But that's Tua Tagovailoa. That is a, a BCS champion. That is, a, you know, a top-ranked uh, player in the league. That's not That's not everyone in college football. So, you know, you're one, you're and you're also. We talked about this on the show. Kids who are in college playing beer pong with dirty cups, partying with people who aren't taking care of themselves. Some were just saying, "I don't need." Mm-hmm. Some, mm-hmm. some are going to parties and forcing themselves to get COVID as if it's a game. It's uh, you ridiculous. know, it's, it's very ridiculous. But I mean, I think you're you're on the money with that one. That there might just need to be a full work stop. We can just be like, see if we can get it under control. I get it. You want to bring
0: in their revenue. I think Dave kind of touched on it earlier in the show where there was no March madness. You know what I mean? So many sports got shut down. So like, Hey, you want to bring something, you want to bring a product, you want to put out a product. So you want to bring in that, that, uh, that income and that revenue, but at what cost really, you know, especially the fact that you're dealing with kids who are not even being paid, you know, at least in one thing in the NFL, the NBA, they're getting a check. God forbid forbid something happens to them, they at least got a check and say, Hey, you know what? I can at least take care of myself properly and my or my and my family if need be. These kids aren't getting a check. And they're taking all the risk. Exactly, dude. It's it's left to be seen. We'll see what happens there, but yeah, the big game this week Georgia Alabama. Not sure how that's going to go now that when Nick Saban um, is going to be in quarantine due to the uh, recent COVID positive test. Um, probably gonna, gonna go, still going to go Alabama here in this one. You know, Alabama has been kind of owning Georgia the past few years, so I'll still pick, pick Alabama for the win.
1: I'm, I'm on Alabama as well too. I mean, they should they're a well coached team. They know what they need to do. They'll be able to come. They're probably playing more spirited because Coach Saban's not there, and they know they don't want him to come back and have to talk about how you guys were resting on your laurels when I was gone.
0: Exactly, exactly. Let's get into the NFL. But man, we had definitely had a wild week, uh, week five here in the NFL. More COVID tests happened at the, in the NFL, which shook up the schedule. Of course, Bills-Titans game that got moved from Sunday into to Tuesday, which was last night. The Denver-New England game got postponed. More more Patriots players tested positive. It's just an ongoing aspect. I know we've kind of talked. We've just, we just really just said it in college. You know, at some point, I think we said we said it in a couple of weeks ago on the show. I think it's going to put a halt to the season where. Season gets delayed. Postseason gets pushed back. Super Bowl gets pushed back. It may just stop overall, but it's just going to continue happening. I don't know where what the – where is the kind of the end point? Where do they draw the line?
1: I mean, I don't know if they're willing to to do uh, much pushback on most of the season, but um a report just came out that they have canceled the Pro Bowl. They will have some kind of activities going on, but the Pro Bowl is canceled, so we will not watch it. Um, I'm still betting that we're going to not see the Super Bowl until March. That's just me we'll see what happens um, as long as the season continues. They can only move around so many games before you end up with a situation where the Kansas City Chiefs were potentially going to play three games in 10 days, right? That is just going to hurt the product and then hurt teams that don't deserve it. I think uh, a uh, Miami game was canceled because it had to get moved around when really people are like, yeah, we should be punishing the Titans for uh, causing a COVID outbreak. We should be punishing the Patriots for not uh, being forthright in who has these COVID positives and where these individuals have been, uh, you know, and it, it's, it, it is a, a tough, hard stark thing to look at and be like, okay, well, you know, we're going to just keep it moving. We're going to push through this. It's going to be something that we get, I, again, mm-hmm. it is going to be until one of your favorite players is down for the count or almost loses their life that they're not, they're going to realize that there's a problem.
0: Right, right, and it's unfortunate that it would have to come to that, you know, but hopefully it does not. Um, the other big storyline from this past week was undoubtedly a rough one, um, for not just for Cowboys fans, but for anyone with really a, a heart. Man, Dallas, uh, Dallas QB Dak Prescott suffered a horrific in- ankle injury this past week. Um, we all saw it most of you listening, I'm sure you guys saw it. At least not, not a video, or a picture or something, just getting tackled on a scramble, rolls out, gets tackled, angles just goes the other way. And man, um, he's obviously out for the yeah, you know, for the season with a compound fracture and the ankle dislocation. We're gonna get into the whole aspect of him getting paid later on, but this what does this really do for the you know, how does this affect the Cowboys moving forward? Because I know you got Andy Dalton as a backup. We all know he's not Andy he's not Dak Prescott, but what, what is the outlook for the Cowboys overall as a team moving forward?
1: Uh, I think you do your best to try to right the ship. Again, the one thing that they have in their favor, that they had ace in the hole in the back pocket is the absolute trash of the NSC East. My goodness gracious, it smells from here. Every single team is terrible. So really, I, I, he steps in for the possibly the best quarterback in the NFC East to now probably still being the best quarterback in the NFC East, because we're just not seeing it from the count of Pennsylvania out in Philadelphia.
0: I mean, I don't know what is going on with Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles, but they're not playing right. They're terrible. The Giants are terrible. Second worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. The Washington football team is horrible. They benched their, their QB Dwayne Haskins and now going with guy recovering from a horrific injury himself and uh Alex Smith you know after Kyle Allen got injured this division is absolutely the best there's the worst division in, in football right now Obed um you said it best it's just straight straight hot garbage smelling right now you know and it's unfortunate but going forward do the can the Cowboys still win the division yeah probably because um, this division's just that bad, and they're what they're two and three right now, and they're leading the league division, which is which is definitely yeah. Really say they got
1: the, the best.
0: They got what the best record right now. I think you're saying. I mean, it's kind of just like, dude, what's kind of happening here? I'm not sure really what they're going to do um moving forward, but it's kind of it's kind of sad that at two and three, you know, they're kind of sure. leading in the league there in in that division, but. I hope Dick Br- Prescott gets healthy soon. And I'm sorry, bet you wanted to jump in there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off there. Sorry about that.
1: No, no, you're good. Uh, I was gonna say they have the uh the best uh weapons in the in the division, arguably right now. Philadelphia Philadelphia's just healthier. Real pass catchers. Uh, uh, I think his name is Troy Fulham, Fulham, uh, from Old Dominion University. Shout out to 757, uh, bringing it down as the wide receiver one out in Philly. Um, You know, the the Washington football team, just much respect to seeing Alex Smith step back out there. That's heart, heart and determination to think that you would go through 48 surgeries to come back and play for the Washington football team. Uh, I got to give him credit for that one, uh, credit's due, because his 71 million was guaranteed. All he had to do was stay off the field. Um, you know, but, again, the Cowboys are still – the Cowboys still have a chance to win this division because, again, it is hot. Yeah, it's
0: definitely hot garbage for real, dude. Hey, we'll see what happens there. Um
1: Chiefs lost their first game to
0: to the Las Vegas Raiders. That was definitely an upset there. I had the Chiefs winning this one all the way. I think you did as well. Um, kind of Raiders, they kind of – they play hot sometimes and they play cold. and mean, they beat the Saints. They beat the Chiefs. I mean, man, kudos to the Raiders. That was a good one there. Um, But the Saints – also, benched wide receiver Michael Thomas for an in, in practice incident. Is how much truth is this? Because I think there was a report that it wasn't just because he got into a fight with another player, it was some kind of other stuff as well. too. I'm not yeah,
1: he uh, so somebody apparently said that. He's a he's a slant boy, uh, and if you don't know that Michael Thomas um, does probably make most of his work running slants uh, and picking up good short yardage balls from uh, Drew Brees, but he took some heart to that from Marshawn Lanhamore, and I think it was some rough defensive play that he got from another safe, another corner. He ended up punching the guy, and then he also, like, may have cursed out a few of the coaches as well, and that was where the problem lies. I mean, I think they could have gotten over uh, the, the uh, altercation physically and said, hey, we if things were flared up maybe he would have sat for a quarter but the second he starts showing disrespect to uh the the coaches I think they had to you know step in and say you can't do that and to pull them for the game
0: yeah that was kind of an unfortunate yeah I mean the Saints definitely need Michael Thomas on the field Drew Brees that's Drew Brees' favorite target so I definitely didn't think he like he was a fan of that at all <laughs> you know but uh man the Saints are kind of looking a little rough without you know without him I and mean, Brees doesn't really look like the the guy we've known, we've known over the past few seasons, you know, yeah. up on forty five hundred plus yards a year. So we'll see how that goes. Other news: um, Atlanta Falcons fired their head coach Dan Quinn and the GM as well, too. I think earlier a couple episodes uh, ago, I noted that I thought Quinn would be fired at the at, at season end. <laughs> Didn't yeah. take that long. The okay. Fal- Falcons are zero five, and now the owner is saying he's not sure about matt ryan when asked when when arthur blank addressed the media on monday asked if the 35 year old uh quarterback and matt ryan was the he was the quarterback of the future he said i love matt much like i love dan i love i love thomas uh matt's been a franchise leader for us great quarterback one of the leading quarterbacks in the the last 13 years in the nfl i hope he's going to be part of our plans going forward but we will but that will be a decision that i won't make i mean and quote, it's just like he's kind of like waiting to see. Are you not sure on Matt Ryan's abilities? I don't know what's happening, but you're yeah. wasting his few years that he has left. Being that he is 35 years old, he's got what maybe three or four years. Winston Julio Jones is prime. Yeah, what's what's going what's going down in Atlanta?
1: I, I mean, I think that there he's it's late to the party. I think Arthur Blank has just been. Too far removed from what's actually oper- happening on the field that. He, he kind of just trusted what Dan Quinn was telling him, kind of just trusted that Dan Quinn, because he had taken them to a Super Bowl, because they'd had that great MVP season for, uh, for Matt Ryan, that he was going to write the ship, figure things out. And, you know, Much like what we'll see from the Jets pretty coming up pretty soon, that, that head coach has been in the ear of the ownership and probably making it seem like the problems are the players as opposed to the problem being the coaching. Um, and, and there I think it just was too little too late. He should have got fired the year after they lost in the Super Bowl um when they I think they had like a seven and nine season or something of that regard Mm -hmm. even with individuals injured Mm -hmm. you know I they're just not getting it done and for him to step in now and be like well I'm not sure he doesn't I don't think Arthur Blank knows enough about football to make the kind of statements he's making out in the public right you might know about Home Depot but I don't think you know about (laughs) the NFL
0: (laughs) and and honestly so I know Julio Jones for a trade hashtag just saying
1: hashtag I think you're right (laughs)
0: <laughs> Got them. Um, you mentioned the Jets. Jets are a mess. Uh, I'm going to just say it flat out right now. Um, I saw a meme the other day. If 2020 was a football team, they would it would be the New York football Jets, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. They just released former all-pro running back Le'Veon Bell. I get it. He tried to trade them. It was, what, a few days. It, just, it had, They started this rumbling was in the beginning of the season, if I'm not mistaken. They held mm-hmm. off. They tried to figure it out. A couple days goes by this week try to trade him then you just release him is this just just an adam gaze stuff or what dude
1: (laughs) this is some Adam Gase nonsense honestly I mean I look at you know and if you look around the league some of these players that no longer played for Adam Gase had great years Daryl Williams went and won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs and was their best runner that year the year they won the Super Bowl after he left Uh, Kenyon Drake had a great rest of the season with Arizona Cardinals after he left Uh, look at Ryan Tannehill as one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now after he's done playing with Adam Gase Robbie Anderson is one of the top 10 wide receivers in the league this year the next immediate next year after leaving Adam Gase Adam Gase is not a good head coach yet somehow some way the Jets keep allowing him to have all these extra lives he got more lives than a cat the man deserves to be fired yet you allow him to blame everything else on everyone else
0: dude it's just amazing how they don't see it but everyone else can it this it, the issues, as you just said it, how many players have been under Adam Gase, come out from him, and and just star. Look, you just said it. Ryan Tannehill was probably the best example. Down in Miami, wasn't doing squat. Now look at him in Tennessee. Tennessee's four zero right now. and made the AFC Championship game last year. You know, I mean, it's just amazing how the Jets. It's it's funny because one of my one of my friends. Uh, shout out to him, shout out to the homie Rav um the jets he said that the jets are acting like they have a some sort of culture there's no damn culture like people who the hell wants to go to the jets right now because there's no damn structure in that organization you know Facts. it's just it's amazing how it, it just keeps going the same nonsense over and over and, and expecting what is that the, that's the definition of insanity doing the same same thing over and over and expecting a different result and it's a, preach dude it's just it's not happening the jets will be the worst team in football then 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 the Giants it, it's it's unfortunate that and the fact that now you, I think Obed you told me that they're trying to shop Sam Darnold now too Sam mm-hmm. Darnold isn't the problem he has no ga- damn weapons excuse me excuse my friends he has no one to throw the ball to
1: yeah it's it's unfortunate and again more scapegoating Sam Darnold's a Sam Darnold's out there doing the best he can when you bring in guys like Brashad Perry meant to be his number one wide right receiver what are you doing for this kid
0: come on, come on son come on son We'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, let's go move a ladder along to You Write You Mad, the part of the segment, you know, start of the show where we ask, we, we make some uh, pretty bold statements. And when the other one tells us if we're correct or we'll just act right crazy. I'll bet I go to you first. You Write You Mad. Jerry Jones did the right thing by not paying Dak Prescott.
1: You mad, Sherman. I think that he put a lot of blood in the – a lot of bad blood into the water here by not paying him, by not even coming to the table. He wanted one year at the end of his contract for $45 million. It wasn't he wanted $45 million a year. It's he wanted one year at the end of his contract for a guaranteed $45 million. And they didn't want to do it. When you look at what they're paying Patrick Mahomes, again, I look at Dak Prescott the way I look at Russell Wilson, keeping his city relevant without that quarterback there rushing – throwing i mean you look at the numbers and metrics the guy is worth the money and just refuse to pay him now, i'm not saying pay him whatever he wants because he's injured now but you should have paid mm-hmm. that man because it's going to cost you more next year
0: yeah absolutely dude and you know what i was having this conversation somebody the other day and i noted uh steven a smith said this on espn the other day too if it was tony romo he would have gotten paid
1: <laughs> hey you know what it is and, to, and he, hey. and, he said,
0: and he and he brought this up in 2013 tony romo i believe was 32 years old Got a contract for 100 million dollars, or 108 million dollars, 55 million guaranteed, or 50 million guaranteed with a 25 million dollars signing bonus. One playoff win under his belt at 32 years old, with with the, all the injuries he's had in the past. Dak Prescott, 27 years old, same amount of playoff wins Tony Romo had at by that Well, you know that I had, had by the age of 32, better completion percentage, no inj- no real injury, passed. started every single game he's he's been in. But he doesn't get the deal done tell me what the problem is there
1: hey it uh something doesn't sound quite white with that one um <laughs> but we'll keep it moving you right you mad sherman lamar jackson is not a top five quarterback in the nfl
0: dude obed i'm starting to think you right I, I i know you brought it up a couple of weeks ago and i, I wasn't i was kind of, kind of skeptical on it dude i'm starting to think you right homie <laughs> I just don't see what are they doing in the passing game that it's just not getting the job done. Is it, is it the offensive play call? Is it the weapons is, or is it just Lamar Jackson just not being accurate with the football, you know, cause they had this phenomenal year. Last year, Jackson winning the MVP of course, but that was him really mostly running the ball. You know what I mean? Uh, but through through five games, he's only got a nine. He's got less than a thousand yards. You know, and, and you know, and and nine touchdowns. I, I I mean, it's not terrible. He's not you know, he's not a bottom five player, QB. But you're. I'm starting to think you're right. And going into the year, the I think the NFL.com had him as the best player in the league. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's not even, a, even the best quarterback in the league right now.
1: No, he's, he's definitely, for me, he's the uh, athlete playing quarterback one in the NFL. But, but on the records and on the stats, he's the QB 11 right now. Right, ninety-seven yards on Monday Night Football against the Super Bowl champions. you are going to go against that team. You are going to be down by two scores. You are going to have to throw sixty passes, and you are going to have to complete at least forty-seven to fifty of them to stay in that game and give yourself a chance. He will never give us a come-from-behind win like Tom Brady gave us in the Super Bowl against the, the Falcons, and that's fact. And I, I feel I have to feel for the man because he has to learn to throw the ball at an NFL level now, when he probably should have learned how to throw at the levels that he played at through peewee middle school high school college and before he got to the pros so the numbers are stacked against him he's gonna have to do it
0: right right and last up here on you right you Matt Obed Seattle can win a Super Bowl with no defense
1: Sherman, you mad? Um, I mean, I understand most of these games are turning into boat races. The NFL is converting into college football, where like we don't learn anything from all these boat race wins, except for that there is no defense, uh, you know. And we we saw Peyton Manning go through this for years, where he lacked a defense, he didn't win a Super Bowl. So you know, the Legion of Boom got them into the Super Bowl multiple years, along with that time they ended with mm-hmm. the Patriots. Um, right. I just don't see them being being. being able to win a Super Bowl. Now, he'll absolutely – Russell Wilson is going to cook unlimitedlessly, and they are going to – he's going to win the MVP, but they don't have enough defense on the Super Bowl.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll see how that plays out. Let's get into the picks this week as we kind of wrap up the show here. Um, starting out last week in week five, damn, c- pretty bad week for us there on my side. I went eight and six, so bad you went 10 and four. So looks like we're actually even right now the overall at a 53, 33 and one. Let's get right into it. Houston at Tennessee Thursday night football. I'm going Tennessee this one, 4 0. Ryan Tannehill is playing phenomenal level. Houston did get their first win after firing Bill O'Brien. So, but uh, I'm going to go Tennessee.
1: Yeah, so I think what's going on with teams is that they're trying to like be really cheeky and not show like what they're supposed to be doing. Like they really waited until after Bill O'Brien got fired to start using Brandon Cooks who'd been healthy and played the last two weeks. Just go out here and run your plays. Line up and run your plays, guys. Tennessee
0: Cincinnati at Indianapolis. I think we're both going to Indianapolis here. Cincinnati's young, obviously Joe Burrow, rookie QB, doesn't really too mad, doesn't have really flown too well. It's a, it's a learning year for him, so Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, learning year. I got to go Indianapolis.
0: Yep, Atlanta at Minnesota. Minnesota is very disappointing this year. Whether they 1-4 right now, I thought they'd be much better. Atlanta, we know they're 0-5. They're just, as we talked about, fire their coach and then their GM. They don't really have much. Minnesota should definitely get this this dub here, right?
1: Yeah, Minnesota, they messed up. They should have had that win against the Seattle Seahawks. They had them on the ropes, just like the Patriots had them on the ropes. This is like Seattle got by Minnesota.
0: Yep. Denver at New England. Uh this is the game I think it was that got postponed from last week, if I'm not mistaken, no bed. They're finally sure. gonna make it up here. Um, if Cam Newton is back, this should definitely be an easy win. If he's not, I'll be probably a little bit more difficult for them. But Denver's on their like sixteenth string QB, because apparently John Elway doesn't didn't know how to play the position. I don't know. But um <laughs> New England all the way.
1: He might have to strap up if they don't have their uh, their team out there. But I like Brett Rippon, um, and uh, apparently Drew Locke is back. And I did see from okay. one of my sources, just like Adam Schefter, uh, uh, Cam Newton is off of the COVID list, so he might be eased in. We'll see if he's in game shape New England.
0: Gotcha. Washington at the New York football Giants, I don't think anyone even cares. The NFC East is terrible. That's, I'm just going to pick Giants just because i got to pick somebody.
1: Uh, I'm going to pick Giants, too, but we'll see. I'm Washington might we'll have another week with uh, uh, Alex uh, Smith. Again, a chance to get right under that center. Ugh, I can't even talk right now. But
0: <laughs> Giants. Yeah, Baltimore at Philly. Baltimore should win this game. Philly needs to win this game, um, but I'll, I'll say Baltimore. Just too many weapons.
1: I'll say think- Baltimore as well. Too many weapons. I don't think Philadelphia is going to come out here and play well, but we'll see.
0: Yep. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I like this AFC North matchup here. Uh, I'm going to say Pittsburgh, but man, I think, I think this might end up being a shootout. Uh, I think Cleveland is starting to roll that on the offensively. So, but I'm going to go Pittsburgh for the dub.
1: I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I'll go to see from Chase Claypool. His, his last touchdown was just a gimme, but those three, I mean, they were working him in nice spaces. They've got a stud in that kid. I'm going to go with a with uh, Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. What a, what a game from him last week. Uh, Chicago at Carolina. Chicago, um, Nick Foles is rolling. I think I think they're they're gonna, they're going to be on the right track from now on. Chicago.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Chicago.
0: Yep, Detroit at Jacksonville. I'm going to say Detroit. I don't think uh, Minshew Mania has enough has enough firepower.
1: No, I mean they should have came out and played a lot better against Houston last week, but they did not. Um, I'm going to go Detroit. It's still kind of iffy. This could be a toss up 50 50 game, but let's go Detroit.
0: Yeah, um, the New York Jets at Miami. <sighs> Miami. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's Miami.
1: That's all I'm saying. Another one of those bad teams. They're gonna see that. Oh, oh, oh! fits magic, you know. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> yep. The Battle of the Bays: Green Bay at
0: Tampa Bay. Oh man, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man. Let's go Packers.
1: Yeah, let's go Packers. I mean, I like the um, the front uh, four, front five coming from the Tampa Bay team and what they're able to do. Tom looks like he's doing well. They might they get. Uh, um, what's that wide receiver's name? Chris from, Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin they get Chris Godwin back it'll be a whole other story because I know they're really banged up but let's go Green Bay
0: yep LA Rams at San Francisco San Francisco is just too just too many injuries dude they pulled Garoppolo last week he was just playing bad put CJ Bethard in San Francisco they're just too banged up dude they, they don't have, obviously they're not the same team they were last year and they're, and they're going to the Super Bowl I'm, I'm going to Rams
1: yeah I gotta agree with you I mean they're just way too banged up they don't have that menacing front four anymore missing that Bosa kid is really tough on them LA Rams mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, Kansas City at Buffalo. This was actually supposed to be the Thursday night game, but it got pushed back because the Buffalo game got pushed back this week. And as we know, man, I really thought Buffalo uh, was going to come out with that victory against Tennessee. And this is going to be a phenomenal matchup. I still think this is going to be a good primetime matchup Monday afternoon or early Monday morning, or evening, excuse me, um, game here. Um, I'm going to pick Kansas City because even though I don't want to, obviously, I want to pick Buffalo. But Kansas City is just too much. I think if Buffalo can come out and somehow get this job, man, This will, I think, right the ship for them. Like, turn even though they come off that really, really bad loss last night against Tennessee, if Buffalo can somehow get this victory, people will, again, think they're for real. Because I think after last night, people were like, all right, Buffalo's overrated, never mind. But I think if they can get this W, people will say, okay, yes, Buffalo's for real, they just had a bad game. But I'm still going to go on record as a picking Kansas City.
1: You got a point there. I, I would have to, I'm picking Kansas City outright, but just to give everybody a rundown for this quickly, uh, uh, the Bills beat the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Those are two bad teams. They beat the Ra- the L.A. Rams. They at the end of the game of the Rams game, they got this phantom call, uh, the pass interference that put the ball in the one yard line for them, and then they punched it in. Right then they beat Las Vegas. That was a legit win. The Bills are a very soft four and team that went into a game that they should have won against a team that that was unable to practice. Now maybe they had more practices than we know because they're skirting all the COVID rules. But you know, I, I saw something. And the Buffalo Bills that they need to come out here and prove that they can do it against a top-tier team. This is an opportunity for Josh Allen and his team to come out here and look the way that we expected Baltimore to look against the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night, but I expect the Kansas City Chiefs to prevail.
0: Yeah, I oh am. Yeah. Uh, and the last matchup, Arizona at Dallas. You know, I, I got to go Arizona. Unfortunately, no Dak Prescott, as we talked about before. Um, I like what Cliff Kingsbury's doing down there. Um, Cardinals, let's do it.
1: Let's go Air Raid Zona. I'm with you on that one
0: yep 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 well folks i think that is going to wrap it up for us this week here on what's the word entertainment um anything else oh bad to throw it out for the people
1: guys remember we only got a few weeks left here they're playing those games they're shutting down polls they're making it take forever for you to vote go out there and vote also in the dmv uh shake shack will deliver free food to you if you are in line voting and waiting a very long time so check that out
0: Ooh. Got them. That's that's what's up. If all you guys know don't know, the DMV in this area is DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Not the, not the place we go get your license done.
1: Because <laughs> I know. Thanks for the reference on that one.
0: Yeah, because I know my my New York folks are like yo the DMV. What the deuce? <laughs> 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 it's the only place out here where the DMV is not called the DMV. It's called the MVA. So shout out to all my New Yorkers out there. We know we know what it really is. But uh, folks, that'll do it for us this week. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And of course on Twitter at dwwent For obed I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace.
1: Peace.